Achievement Unlocked podcast recording at under one hour. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, your, 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 your attention, please. Your attention, please. Your attention, please. And now the moment we've been waiting for is here. Bono's Fantasy Football Podcast. And we're back! And we're back! <laughs> Made sure to do the intro while Ashley had something in her mouth so she wouldn't interrupt me. We're actually back. We're actually back. And we are live. So I hope you got your tossed salad and scrambled eggs. Because we're live from Seattle, oh, baby. Oh, so you wouldn't do that <laughs> That's the only part I'm bringing back. And, and you might be asking yourself, What the fuck are again? they talking about? What are they talking about? Why would they do an intro again? I'll tell you our good people, because we just recorded an hour and a half podcast <laughs> yeah. filled with insights, uh, jokes, mm-hmm. um, awkward pauses, Amazing giggles. Uh, lots of insults on her fellow league mates. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and you know, it, just the nature, the, the technology, it just, it wasn't meant to be. And we lost it all. So this is take two. We're back and uh, we're going to do it all again because that's our level of dedication for you. Uh, putting our bodies on the line, right, Ash? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because... Uh, uh, <laughs> As you might know... Uh, Some of us are more excited about this thing and take than others. Yeah. <laughs> As you might know, you know, usually, and especially, I mean, <clears throat> when you guys have had the uh, live uh, broadcast before, you know, usually there's a drink or two to be had. So, um, yeah, we've had a, a, an hour and a half's worth of uh, drinks. <laughs> and boozy back. Well, including some, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, some uh, taste tests, you know, for you, uh, w- which we'll get to in a moment. So yeah, uh, this is going to be extra special. We were already slurring our words by the end of the last podcast. Mm-hmm. So this one's just it's gonna... redemption for me because I can now say Jamal Williams. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, uh, yeah, Damien Williams rip. Um, <laughs> yeah, we are back and uh, we're here to do it all again. Um, yeah, I'm I'm here in Seattle. Uh, I spent the last week in, in Spokane visiting my family. But this is the first time that I'm here to do the live broadcast uh, with you guys. You guys are vets, though. You did it last year twice with Ryan and Jana. Mm-hmm. I actually um, record from Seattle every week. Yeah. Oh, that's true. You know, Justin's here all the time. I mean, he's so tr- truly a vet of the Emerald State. Um, any any hot tips for me? I've never done it live. I mean, should I be, like, avoiding, you know, looking at you? <laughs> I think you did pretty great over the last hour and a half. <laughs> Think back to how you did that and then do that again. Yeah. Think about how we already did it and then do that. <laughs> but, now, but now I'm like very cognizant of it and that didn't count. So I'm still technically a virgin. Austin's really trying to pretend <laughs> like we haven't been sitting here for two hours. You're still technically a virgin. So the first part of the podcast that we did for an hour and a half was like soaking. It was rehearsal. And then this part is like regular yeah. sex. Now I'm ready. If now. we record for long enough, it'll actually roll over. Maybe ESPN will update the site. And it'll be like we're recording on a Tuesday. That's true, because uh, I don't know when That's this is going to come idea. out, especially at this point. But we are recording Monday night, uh, before it was shortly after Monday night the football. The 49ers <laughs> just defeated the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> the stadium is empty. No, I mean, like, the city, uh, the 49ers are back in Santa Clara by this point. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, lots of good stuff. Uh, we went uh, shopping uh, when I got here on Saturday. Went to a few... Uh, Snowboard shop, saw some uh, snow gear, uh, went to a great pizza beer spot in Ballard. These guys really just giving me the five-star treatment. 
fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, you guys. Uh, in front of everyone. Let me, <laughs> thank you for gracious hosts. Uh, one other thing we got to do was uh, we were watching some TV Sunday night after football. And we saw The Rock. Now, Justin and I had seen mm -hmm. a little bit of The Rock during our, our road trip with, when I was moving across the country. Wow, this is so natural. It is so natural. It's like we never did. This is professional. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley has a pile of these uh, al alcoholic freeze pots that she's just downing. She's trying to get out of this as quickly. If anyone's ever been to my house before. She's pushing her weed gummies out of the way to get to her. <laughs> Alcoholic frozen pot. Speaking of weed gummies, we're doing this. <laughs> we're five minutes into the new pod, and Ashley is again <laughs> working on her World Cup racket. So it's now officially become part of the pod. Doing everything she can to not talk about. What are your favorite Nick Cage movies? <laughs> Ashley, that's a question for you. Oh, last year we saw Raising Arizona. Mm -hmm. Great. That Pretty fantastic. <laughs> what about Face Off? Well, Face Off is obviously number two. It's actually might be number one. With scissors. <laughs> Give me the scissors. <laughs> Ashley is now handing me <laughs> some pliers. <laughs> um... This is some high-quality stuff, guys. Face after, off. After we watched The Rock, we decided to get some boozy macros. Mm -hmm. um, what we're missing from the last pod is what Austin said it's called. They're called mac macaroons. He's all, why are you saying it like that? And we had to explain to him that macaroons and macarons are two separate Austin, tweets. you're the best. You're the best. Hold on this. What are the three flavors that we have here in front of us? All right. First, we got I the don't purple. Want, wait, we didn't talk about no, the no. rock at all. Yeah, we're just blowing right we're through. Gonna get <laughs> we'll get Everyone's right. seen it. If you haven't seen it by now, you probably don't care about the rock. <laughs> but yeah, we got, we uh, in the, the spirit of uh, you guys is with the Rudiasis doing some uh, taste testing. Yeah, we got some boozy I call them macaroons but apparently they're macarons Justin was calling them like macaron like, <laughs> macaron, like French <laughs> president like thinking I'm taking a bite of that uh, but anyway here we got the purple ones that's a uh, French brandy we got the orange ones and that's contro I think that's how you say <laughs> that Coin trout. and then we got these like uh, tan brown ones that are just plain out rum um, we're not going to go through the whole thing right now because it probably wasn't great radio in the first place they are all gross okay Ashley says that they're all gross Austin what's your ranking um, I would have to put, actually by default, I'd probably have to put the French uh, brandy on top. I'd probably put rum number two. And I think I like the Contra ones the least, just that aftertaste of the, the orange at the end. Just what about the tortoise flavor? The tortoise flavor, yeah. Orange number one, purple number two. That's French brandy. Rum number three. Mm -hmm. The rum one literally tasted like rum. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, that's the like thing. Rice. None of them taste particularly boozy. Uh, the rum ones do taste like rum, but with none of it doesn't taste like alcohol. Mm -hmm. But orange and chocolate is an incredible combination, and uh, I felt very alone. I think I day. think That's Ashley gross. and I disagree. Ashley, what were your rankings? Uh, she said they're all horrible. Yeah, purple tied for third place. <laughs> uh, purple is French brandy, then uh, rum, rum, then and orange. okay. So yeah. Ashley and I are on the same page, but uh, Justin, a favorite, uh, a lover of orange and chocolate. Um, but yeah, no, moving on, uh, um, moving on to the mailbag. Yeah, we don't, did get some mail. We, forget we were last minute. Um, yeah, we were last minute here, but we did get the word out. We got some mailbag in here. Um, so yeah, what is, 
soon as I uncross them out. Uh, so there was a mailbag that we forgot about from last week. Can you guys recommend a site that provides updated and current injury updates uh, for ESPN? Yeah, crushing it. You should check Twitter.com. Yeah. Twitter.com, uh, while it's still there. I think it will be there for the last end of the season. Yeah. I don't know. Roto World used to be big, but it's it's just not working. Anymore. And I said that usually I just Google my questionable questions. Yeah, just fucking Google, you fucking jackass. Google probably also works. But <laughs> I, on Twitter, you can either search on Twitter for the player's name or just follow like the big guys, Adam Schefter and Ian Rapport. Every game, hour and a half, they're like tweeting inactive, so. Uh, next one here, great podcast. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, they probably loved the first version of this. Really <laughs> like the guest host format. Would you maybe expand for a trifecta for more content and opinions? Keep up the great work. We will keep up the great work. Mm -hmm. um, the thing about the trifecta is that if we have three people on the podcast, it'll make it more difficult to have rotating guests. And with four people on the podcast, uh, we will have zero listeners at uh, all. Yeah. So. Sure. Probably likely that it'll stay me in Austin with some rotating guests or one of Austin and, or I um, with a guest on. Oh. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when people hear it, I do a podcast, they're like, oh, so excited. And I'm like, don't get excited. This is like literally the most limited cast. So, mm -hmm. yeah, if we get four people on here, uh, you know, we're not going to have any listeners. But we are. We do have the benefit this week. We have uh, a guest who doesn't listen to it. So, so we never once listened yeah, to the so, podcast. So, uh, you know, we're not losing a listener this week. Um, actually, we had a really popular soundbite for a long time that we haven't used in a while. Maybe you can give us a new up-to-date one where you said, I don't know, the people in this league are pretty dumb. <laughs> can maybe give us like a, a 2022 version of that so we can soundbite it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. The people in this league are pretty dumb. Didn't, didn't have the bite okay. as the, uh, the original Sorry. one, but that's okay. I was very drunk. I think for that um, first one. yes, we were all very, Is this for me? very drunk. Yeah, you brought me too. <laughs> yeah, because I love you. Are you lying? Ashley and I fought on the first podcast, but now we're <laughs> they're back together. We love guys. each other. We did. They're back together. I don't um, even remember. I think I think the reason she can't record the this bite with the same uh, enthusiasm is because it's a credit to the rest of the league because maybe we're not all as dumb. We did say that in the other one. Yeah. I like that you're bringing this up so naturally. It's I like know. a normal. You can't win with numbers and mathematics. <laughs> you, guys, you, guys, you guys know it would be a lot better if you stopped commenting <laughs> all, all the meta stuff. I think people want to know what happened in the first part. <laughs> the first part. Uh, it was a lot like this one, almost B for B, but already probably about 10 this minutes one, shorter. This one's better already. Can okay. you analyze which Wait, teams... we have to say the thing real quick that say he was what? asking about. So I was complaining that everyone in this league has gotten a lot better, and I miss the days when everyone sucked at fancy football. Yeah, you said that. <laughs> that was last that time. That was last time. No, you said it right now, 10 seconds ago. How many times have we done this? I'm going to pee. one of those time travel <laughs> Guys, guys, we're, st to do the we're stuck in some sort of Groundhog Day scenario. <laughs> Groundhog Day. Timeline. They're not stuck in a time loop. In the movie time we're, in, we're in timeline. We're in the medieval times fighting people with broadswords. <laughs> Can you analyze which, you teams, which teams have buoyed, which Ashley now understands that colloquialism, oh, their team's record slash weekly scores with strong IDP scoring versus... I, I kind of reject the word traditional offensive scoring. All scoring can be traditional. Um, and some people prefer traditional. Uh, it's just more comfortable for all parties. I.e. the Bakers. <laughs> I really lost supply here. 
have 45% of their total scoring coming from IDP players. Um, so yeah, how many of your points come from offense versus defense? I also think that would be very interesting. Um, yeah, we have had uh, quite a few teams, I think, this year doing well with IDP. Feels like more uh, than in previous seasons. Austin, you went uh, for a more heavy IDP strategy this season. Did you want to talk about that a bit? Yeah, just uh, I think uh, you're right that I think there's a lot of teams that are, are picking up. Like we've we've had strong IDP teams before, but it seems like maybe like one, maybe two. Uh, this, this time it's, you know, kind of at least a decent IDP, you know, squad is kind of required. Um, so I think, you know, we went through all these teams before in the first power rankings, we'll go through them again, but a lot of them, you look at them and it's like, these are great squads. So I think like collectively, uh, you know, we're all learning the importance of IDP, but also I think shout out to, you know, uh, defensive backs as a position. Uh, we were kind of scared in the beginning of IDP because we thought, oh, if you're so good at like being a, defensive back that won't throw at you um but you know we see a lot of these safeties getting a lot of plays a lot of safeties kind of getting deployed in uh different uh, you know positions like linebackers and at the line to you know to, to sack so i don't know it might be the game change and it, it's definitely us learning and getting used to it um yeah all right ashley if the draft was today who would be your must-have player travis kelsey yeah why is that? <laughs> oh, because I want to in my statistics that Travis Kelsey averages 19 points a game. Well, the next... <laughs> is this a Matt impression? <laughs> well, the next... <laughs> well, the next... Highest tight end is Mark Andrews, and he averages 12 points a game with the rest of the tight ends all squabbling at the bottom for eight points only. Ashley, now, now I'm not an expert here, so can you explain, what's the difference between 19 points a game and 12 points a game? Seven. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that insight. Very literal response. Um, also, sorry, also um, those points at the bottom, the eight and nine averages, you think that it'd be like consistent, and you're like, I would be fine getting eight or nine points from my tight end. But that's actually that they're getting like two or three points and they had one big game. Mm. Are there any players that come to mind when you're talking about performances like that? Uh, Darren Waller. <laughs> <laughs> Darren Waller, who's been hurt all season. Gotcha. Um, wow. I just want to let you guys know that if you get Travis Kelsey... You also don't have to know anything about any of the other tight ends yeah. during okay, the there, season. There's the flex right there. <laughs> yeah, uh, but actually, you know, flex or not is right. I think like uh, Travis Kelsey is got to be like the biggest name. I mean, like I would say a stud RB, but I can't name one. Mm -hmm. And if I had to toss a to coin to anyone, it, it might as well be Travis Kelsey or my Witcher. Um, Justin, we were talking offline earlier about tight end, you know, just used to be a first round. Travis Kelsey in the first round was normal. We've been discounting him the last couple of years. He's been going for 30. If we were drafting today, he'd go for easily like 50 bucks, right? Yes. Or if not more. Like right? a thousand percent. I don't understand. I told Justin going into the draft, like, I'm just, I didn't keep him. I'm resolving to the fact that I'm not going to get Kelsey this year. And then we went into the draft and. He was just like sitting there at $30 or something. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah. $35. 
I think Could next year, what's the percentage upgrade? So I have a little spreadsheet already. Uh, well, we already did. Uh, no, Mark Andrews was way cheaper. Yeah. Um, sorry. Well, while you work on that, I want to talk yeah. about this next comment, um, which is about how Martin hates women. The numbers don't lie. Martin is a wife spanker. Uh, wow. Thankfully, we already figured out what this comment meant. More um, like wife beater. What? Uh, Martin has had a pretty <laughs> rocky season, but he has defeated um, Ashley, Jana, and Lucinda. Ashley, why does Martin hate women? Um, we knew this already, but the way that he has... Uh, this comment didn't surprise me. Martin him. hates wives so much, he won't even get one. <laughs> but a bump He's just holding out for Keira Knightley. <laughs> She's too fat, guys. <laughs> um, I... Yeah, I think it's obvious he hates women. He mm -hmm. purposefully beats us, and that's okay. not fair. Excellent. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Well, that was the mailbag. Uh, moving on to the rest yeah. of the agenda here. Yeah. Um, Austin, a lot of changes in the playoff picture this season. Why don't you walk us through that a little bit? Yeah, just this week was uh, pretty nuts. I mean, I, I think we knew going into it this last week of uh, interdivisional play, uh, four weeks out from the playoffs. It's a lot in the air. Uh, I mean, we were, you guys were talking last week, you and Ryan, um, and we talked previously about, you know, the possibility of our division above, above the rest, uh, maybe the whole division going to the playoffs. In order for that to happen, there would have to be certain scenarios. You know, uh, Ryan and Robert would have to run away with their divisions respectively. But it feels like this week was just like utter chaos with the actual turnouts. And I think, you know, first topic, top two teams, uh, Roberts, Bakers, Ashley, your shitty sources, uh, both get losses. And that for the rest of the league, that just means that we're one step closer to catching up. Um, so definitely some chaos there. If you two would have won, it would have, you know, you, you guys, your percentage to get those buys would have been you know, even more insured. And now it's like, I don't even know where are the buys going to come from. Um, yeah, I think that's definitely uh, looking to be the more interesting part. Obviously the six seed is um, going to be super, super competitive, but yeah, um, it seems unlikely, uh, given Ashley's loss and, and the upcoming rough schedule, that the bye will be coming out of our division. So, um, And especially with the win over your Puma Skulls this week, uh, looking more and more likely that, that Surfers is going to end up with one of those buys. Yeah. It's pretty chaotic. I mean, like... I don't understand. Uh, yeah. It, fantasy football is not... It's not fun. It's not for the pain of heart, man. Because no. nothing's making sense. Um, yeah, it, it, it's just, it's all over the place. And I mean, next week or every week from here on out, you know, whatever the, the results are, it's going to make it really interesting, but it's just like, there's so many teams just in the mix right now. And this might be jumping ahead on the agenda, but we were talking about, you know, the trade deadline, um, you know, this trade deadline just passed right now. And, uh, you know, some teams were, were selling, some teams were buying a lot of teams that felt like maybe we're in the middle. They weren't quite sure. A lot of those teams, uh, came from the same house Yeah, they're, and some might call them colluders. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not me personally. I mean, I personally wouldn't say that about a person. I mean, I didn't use the word colluders. Whatever they do, that's their own business. Here's something. Here's a here's something I didn't ask you in the first one. So this is fresh content. Now that now that we're talking, we about gotta change it up. And we're all a couple drinks in. Let me okay. ask you guys this: You are a a, a couple who uh, you reside together in the same domicile. Um, yet different veterans. Yet uh -huh. you are in the same fantasy football league, managing <laughs> two different fantasy football teams. 
So walk me through this. Uh, when you guys are doing, I mean, what's trade trading like with you guys? What's it talking? You know, the the conversation like. Um, Austin, I'll, I'll, I'll take this. Um, we don't. When I visit Justin in his bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just fair. We talk a lot about not wanting to seem like we're giving each other something that wouldn't be available to someone else. What do you think, Justin? Uh, I think it's hard. You know, you don't want to be like massive colluders like Ryan and Jenna and draw the ire <laughs> of the whole league. Um, so... You know, you have to make sure that these trades are, are fair. And I think for the most part, it is easier to have those conversations. Like if I lived with Austin, we would probably be having a lot of trade conversations as well. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, we mostly stick to uh, we, we like trading like bench assets, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, just a little a little swaps to keep things interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, we yeah. would never do like a weird one for three. I would never dump my team because I was losing <laughs> and actually was doing well. Well, I definitely know that... Definitely for some scraps, like a guy who's not even playing football and is healthy, and another guy who's banned from playing football. <laughs> for betting on football. The Pete Rose. <laughs> and then the third guy's Cole Komet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and on top of that, Mark Andrews, potential keeper himself. Yeah, yeah, we were looking at it. It doesn't even really make any sense, because you traded maybe the worst keepers in the league for... This is spicier, I think, this than the first round. This is very spicy. Uh, <laughs> for a guy who's probably going to be a good keeper next year already. Yeah. Uh, keepers for keepers. It's <laughs> disgusting. Keep in your bedroom. He can be he can be kept for $35, I think, next season, which uh, given the what we just talked about, Travis Kelsey, and maybe some price inflation coming next year, mm -hmm. might be a, a sweet deal. So, yeah, good point there. I um, just want to know, like, what is the back part of this trade that we don't see? Yeah. Well, maybe we don't want to know. I mean, I... <laughs> I don't have the heart in yeah. me to make another Ryan's package joke. Um, well, I will say this. Uh, I, I, there have been a few times when you know, I've spent time with you guys mm -hmm. and sitting in the same room, we're, we're, we're talking football. We didn't do a lot of trade talk this time. Mm -hmm. But there's something to be said about um, you're hanging out. It's very, hey, man, just what do you think about X for Y? Um, whereas, you know, uh, and, and Ashley, you've accused me of, of being a, a bad trader or sending bad faith offers, but it's sometimes if you oh, like the whole E has, oh, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> we all have an extra discord channel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> this is Austin's bad trades. <laughs> you guys are nailing on all both here. But I mean, like, so, you know, you wouldn't necessarily send an offer like that over. Whereas uh, Justin and I might be like, oh, what do you think of this? And Justin goes, no fucking way. And then, but it's not like an insult. Mm -hmm. You know, it's more, ca it's easier flowing. And maybe, uh, you know, stuff gets going a little easier. I mean, I think stuff gets going a lot easier over at the Roditis household. Wow. There's a, a scene from I Love You, Man, where um, the protagonist of the movie admits that he jerks off the pictures of his wife. Yeah. And, and that guy's it is seen as the most disgusting thing that you could ever possibly do. That's just perverted. And Gross. that's pretty much what this trade was. It was. Wow. Ryan was took out his little wallet-sized glamour shot of Jana, wiped, whipped out his dick in his lotion, and just started going at it. And started thinking about Mark Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely the, uh, the, the rated R version of the podcast. <laughs> All right. I'm uh, taking over this pod, and we are going to look at... The matchup of the week that was. Yeah, it was... Uh, Puma Skulls got their ass beat by Butthole Surfers. Uh, you know, I was really afraid going into this matchup. You know, Ryan's team's been really hot lately. And then just, like, all the news and up in the week was like, did you know Saquon Barkley is playing a high school varsity team? I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I gotta jump in here. God damn. I'm looking over, and Ashley first typed in sexy NFL. That's when I saw it. 
And I looked over and she replaced. She wasn't happy with sexy NFL. So she typed in naked NFL players. Uh, this is where... You need like a corner. I also want to point out, Austin has been drinking a glass of water in between beers. And Ashley and I are just shotgunning everything in our house that has alcohol in it. This is definitely giving him a leg up on round two of the book. <laughs> but it's not giving me a leg up because, uh, I mean, Justin has really, like, uh, just, I mean, uh, accommodated hosting duties, uh-huh. which is the reason I'm drinking water. If, if I'm just, you know, one of the guests, then I'm, I'm going to get back to slamming. It's time to start slamming them. I'm, I'm going to do it. <laughs> uh, so, Austin, Ryan left the door wide open, wide open. for a Puma Skull victory. Um, your guys, uh, Deontay Foreman, Kerry Wilson being the ones that stand out. To me, though, Josh Allen, 12 and a half points, not really going to get it done. No, Josh Allen always has a, a down game. Uh, I kind of got some hubris thinking that his recent like 20-point uh, outings were his down game. But no, this is this happens at least once a year, and I guess it was due. Uh, but looking forward, uh, anything to take away from this? Is it kind of, uh, you know, are you wavering from your, your playoff uh, contention? I, or? I would say this. that It definitely sucks to lose to Ryan. Uh, I kind of was ready for it. Like you said, he left the door open. Um, all of he his, all, all of the guys like Saquon, Kadarius uh, Tony, uh, all these guys had great matchups, and you know should have blown me out of the water. There was a window opening. I think I'm more sad though uh, about just the other wins. And again, this is what I'm talking about: the chaos with which what happened this week. Uh, Eric winning. Lucinda winning, Jim winning, Adams Martin winning. All those are the people I'm competing with for that like last playoff spot. Those last two, so them winning probably does more damage than me losing. Well, I mean, it's I guess it's combined. Yeah. So let's go ahead and look at the power rankings here. Not much to talk about. Uh, a lot at the bottom here. Um, we have the bunnies at number twelve, boomers at number eleven, narwhals at number ten. Only thing uh, that you had pointed out, though, we had been hoping for some clarity in some of the other uh, playoff hopeful teams by having one of these teams upset, you know, give, um, you know, maybe clear up the the win-loss record and everything. But each of these teams going 0-3 and not really helping out uh, teams like the Puma School. It's the season of the spoiler, and I think all three of these teams are now mathematically uh, eliminated. So, I mean, all, all they can hope to play, especially with the trade deadline gone, can't really get keepers anymore. Uh, but you can definitely ruin someone's day. And, uh, I mean, at this point in the season, ruin somebody's day means probably ruining maybe their season. Uh, I'm just going to ignore whatever. I'm engorging myself on the, the boozy macaron. There's some butt touching going on. But, uh, anyway. Grub grabbing? Yeah. Uh, grub grabber. <laughs> Shout out to the grub grabbers out there. The grub grabber got me. All right. <laughs> Moving down. Five spots in what Austin says is the most egregious ranking, although he cannot rationalize any other way to rank the teams. We have the Shenanahats, who are almost certainly playoff bound, but have moved down five spots from fourth to ninth with a win Yeah, this week. Austin, walk us through the Shenanahats ranking. Okay. What the hell's happening? He, he, and, and, and the big thing here is I would say it's relative to the Nibelonians. Obviously, we're going to talk about the Nibelians later in the power rankings, but there's no way they're much higher than the they're team much who higher scored than, more points exactly. than higher than the Rangers. They're, they're much higher than the Shenanahans. The Shenanahans right now, here's what they have. They have a one win advantage. Last week, 
Um, you know, they were both in the 160s, but Jim score, scored more. And he arguably had a tougher time with bye weeks. A lot of his uh, star wide receivers were on bye with the Dolphins and Seahawks there. Um, so, yes, Lucinda does have the season uh, point total um, uh, advantage over Jim, but she's still it, 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 she's on the outside looking in. She's got to, you know, really obviously beat her matchup against Jim and uh, the other matchups, including Ryan, who's red hot. So this is just kind of to me, I, I think this is uh, uh, some disrespect, maybe at the manager uh, instead of the, the record here. We're, we're, you know. I mean. The good thing, we don't have to worry about disrespecting the manager because for uh, almost a full season, we said, if you're listening, let us know. We'll give you some free fab. Uh, that fab was never claimed. So I don't think we have to worry about any hurt feelings here. Coming in at number eight, we have the Adams. Another uh, disrespect. Huge win over the shitty sources. Maybe some disrespect. Very, very hard, uh, I think, to get in with that win-loss record, though. But um, looking good this week. Ashley, we all got to cheer as all of our favorite player, Cordero Patterson, uh, scored an over-100-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. Why don't you walk us through that moment? So, Austin and I, and you, where were you? Were you there? Me? Yeah. I was there. You were in the also, room? Yeah. We, were, we were all there. Oh, okay. We saw the greatness. I remember Austin. <laughs> I remember Austin was there. I don't remember you. Um so we were all there, and then all of a sudden, we just see fucking Cordero Patterson fucking running for his life, and we were all screaming. We were like, honestly, I'm not even joking. In a good we way were or cheering in a bad way. Like a great a way. We were cheering. We were cheering. We were loving it. We were like, this is amazing. I was so happy. All Cordero fans. Here. And we were all like, just so happy. And then suddenly. It, it wasn't. It wasn't suddenly. It, was it like, wasn't suddenly. It was like two minutes later. Ashley was like, "Fuck, am I playing?" Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't suddenly. suddenly you're right. I woke up. Suddenly, <laughs> then I woke up. No, then I was. Yeah, I was in the other room, and I said, "Oh no!" And then I saw that I was playing against him. Uh, not only did Martin provide that dagger against your team, but uh, Nick Bolton, who scored almost thirty points, having the game of his life. Yeah, I uh, don't game even... ceiling interception against the Chargers. Um, yeah, just pretty dominating performance from, I'd say, most of the Adams players. Uh, but Devin DuVernay, who has been maybe one of the more underrated players, having a pretty down performance. And Braxton Berrios, who is kind of the Adams special little star, also not doing well. But um, how are we feeling about the Adams, uh, given this uh, this big upset, maybe a mouse back? Yeah, no, this is great because, uh, I mean, not great for me, but great for the Adams. Uh, I, and I did the math earlier, and you guys confirmed it live on the podcast. Uh, this week, Martin is going to be bumped up to third in total points scored behind yeah, We want to give Ashley. also a lot of props for yeah. being able to do math. I did it on the fly. I mean, these are like four-digit numbers I'm adding up. I mean, with des- two decimal places. So, come on, nerds. Um, but, yeah, no, Martin's uh, he scored over 200. He was second place in scoring this week to you. Uh, again, this is Monday, so you guys are definitely in stat correction territory for that top score $20 prize. Justin's giving me the, uh, the your opinion. Oh, no, they already stat corrected me, actually. I already lost two points. Oh, did you? Oh, good. Fantastic, <laughs> dude. So there we go. <laughs> We've been recording so long, stat corrections have already come through. Um, yeah, no, Martin is uh, so sitting pretty, you know, top score this week uh, right now. <laughs> and then, um, you know, number three over the year. So this is why I think this ranking is a disrespect. Uh, although, like you mentioned, you know, tough road. The other thing uh, that we talked about is, or that you and Ryan talked about last week, is that, you know, Martin still has a window to catch Robert to be the division lead, and he got exactly what he needed. Robert lost, and uh, Adams won. So, at least for this week, what he needed to happen, happened. 
yeah, so hopefully he keeps grinding out. We got those interdivision matchups, so just go ahead and win those, and uh, you'll be fine, I think. Right, that, Baker, that, that Baker-Adams matchup, whenever it is, that'll be exciting. Uh, so coming in at number seven, we have the Niblonians with a big win over the Boomers. Uh, scored a lot more points than they needed. Um, I'm laughing my ass off because Martin snaked Mariota from uh, Lucinda, who ended up starting my boy, Kirk Cousins, who somehow only scored two goddamn points. Um, but yeah, we've talked a lot about Lucinda. Um, pretty solid roster uh, for most of the positions. I, I am just now realizing, not even in the first one, that Najee Harris actually had like an amazing game. Yeah, he had a great game. Um, but, you know, a lot of holes in the lineup. MBS has not been reliable at all. Cleef Raymond, I think people think there's a lot more. And Greg Dulcich, who was kind of like an analytics um, favorite, but not necessarily producing in the real world. Uh, Ashley, before you talk about... Nibblonians, uh, you know, Justin, we were talking on the side about adding points. Uh, you know, we, we've had a lot of comments on things that we wish we could get some scoring, like QB pressures for IDP. Uh, adding points for hurdles, I think, you know, if we can move to a platform, I mean, Josh Allen will just go up in value. Uh, so shout out to Najee Harris because he had probably the best hurdle of the week uh, getting into the end zone. If you have not seen that highlight, check it out. Mm-hmm. Ash, where are you feeling about uh, the Nibblonians at this point? Um, I was thinking that Lucinda was doing really well and then she kind of went down a little bit but I think she's on an uptick but we shall see she's got to duke it out with the rest of the middle teams yeah that that, that's kind of what's tough you know she gets the the win which she really needed to stay Mm -hmm. in there but the people that she needed to lose uh Jim Martin you know yeah Ryan there everyone else around her won so it makes it tough I just saw that Amari Cooper broke his home road split curse and had an amazing road game. Yeah. No, one of the top scorers is great. All right. Looking at the sixth spot here, we have the Puma Skulls moved from three all the way down to six. I think the people's faith is shaken. Um, You know, not just the loss, which is already very devastating for a team in your position, um, but, you know, a, a very, very poor score as well. I'm trying to look at what your scores have been this season, but. Yeah, we've had a score this bad, well, I guess since week nine. But yeah, this is definitely not the uh, the norm for the, the Puma Skulls. Uh, instead of talking about my team, because we've all heard it, and I don't really want to talk it about it. It's good to hash it over and over. Oh, yeah, yeah, teams. yeah, and do this over and over again. Justin, I just want to ask you, um, you know, you, you said typically my teams are, are more, um, you know, floor teams, uh, more consistency. I don't, like, really get the top score, but I'm not, like, scoring the bottom. Uh, this year, you know, like uh, like giant octopus teams of old, you know, I'm uh, I'm I'm really boomer bust. So, and that and that's exactly what you wanted from me. So, I just uh, want to ask: Are you proud of me? Am I doing this right? Is this how it goes? Uh, yeah, it's going to be very tough. It's a tough road to follow. Um, but you know, if I went through and asked you to name all the second place teams, you know, you'd probably be able to name a couple of them because you beat them in the championship. But if I asked you to go through and name the third place teams, you'd probably start having a hard time. If I said who got fourth, probably wouldn't be able to name a single one. Um, so yeah, you know, you really want to play for that ceiling. You want to play. Uh, we Ashley and I talk. We play a lot of board games. We talk about this all the time. You need to play to win, not to not lose. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are thinking, I don't want to be the bottom team, or I don't want to, you know, do whatever. Um, but you got to take risks. You know, try to get to the top because no one, you're either going to win or you're not. Ricky Bobby, right? Yeah. Your first or your last. Yep. Um, That's 
I'm impressed that I came your up with a brand new rant for last. this. Yeah, I know, dude. You, you're you're starting to thrive in, in this segment. Um, but yeah, you know, we uh, we have looked a lot when we look at overall record for the whole history of the season. It's, yeah, who's the overall? See, now I'm losing yeah, it. Yeah, now we go. Um, you know, overall win-loss records, but I don't think that's necessarily like indicative because there are some teams um you know who take big risks you're either gonna win it all or who cares what happens and then you, you know you have a much worse record than it is so yeah i think you need to to go for it i think you did i think you got some great players um i think you should have done more to secure mark andrews yeah maybe but so that's between you and god maybe so um I all just, right i didn't want to give up pickings you know yeah yeah i mean it's slim pickings best hey. case scenario is pickings is a worse mark andrews um I don't even Girl, know. I'm gonna have to run the numbers on that. I don't even know what that means. All right, looking over at the fifth spot. I don't know. Is this disrespect in the opposite uh, scenario? Because we got Butthole Surfers at number five. Yeah. Um. You know, not a dominating performance, but uh, run. We mentioned it earlier. Running away with the division, almost. You know, not not necessarily a lock, but possibly. You know, getting uh, one of those first round buys. Um a very, very down week from the guys that we would expect. CMC, Dalvin Cook, Saquon Barkley, just, and it's like, I, I don't even know how all these guys ended up on one team. Like a couple of years ago, I would have been just like losing my shit over this team. Um, down weeks from those guys. So the sky's the limit going from there. The only thing holding them back, I guess maybe is uh, this Justin Fields injury. So Austin. Well, I, I mean, surfers. Ashley, I just want to ask you, like <laughs> he's, he's still Justin. <laughs> I know this is what I'm thinking about. I mean, like we the one the one thing that the doing the podcast the first time made me realize is we talked a lot about the importance of buys, and we haven't been really talking this season about the first and second buy. But there's a lot that's thrown up in the air, and this is a, a case another you know direct leverage against you, Ashley, is where Ryan suddenly surging through the last few weeks now looks in, in good place to get that buy, and he's taking it from you. I mean, is this is I called his team fake in the in the past, and he made some moves to uh, to make me look foolish. I mean, Ashley, do you think he's legit? He doesn't have the season's long points total, but uh... I am. I will admit that I am scared of Ryan. Um, like the person, yeah, like physically. As, as I'm physically. Is he known for spanking wives? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. I'm just going to blow by that. Um, he, I just, I was, I thought he was nothing at the beginning. And now he's like, JK, LOL, bitches. And I'm like, I don't even get it. So you thought someone with the second most championships in the league was nothing? Well, I just don't understand why he gets to get another championship. Oh, he doesn't. We're going to stop him. All right, coming in at number four, surging up the rankings is TGIF going from eighth to fourth. Um, we're going to do our round of applause for Eric. Oh, that was yes. good. Yes. Just uh, crushing it. Uh, I can't even call it the back half of the season because it's been going on for longer than that. But, um, you know, I had a draft that I think maybe some of us, uh, and by some of us, I mean me, uh, was panned. You know, looking at these guys, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders. Yeah, you know, three years ago, that was like the team he wanted. Um, and that's how it looked in the first couple weeks. But holy shit, man, these guys are just lighting the world on fire now. Uh, I think all of us are really regretting not considering the fact that Josh Jacobs had a, a starting role in that offense. And just flexing on us, man. I mean, Chris Olave on his bench, 
You know, he starts Devin Singletary, uh, you know, because that's his fourth best uh, running back, and he has a pretty impressive game too. Uh, TJF just turned it up. Um, I think the sky's the limit, and he's got the the depth to hold it. Uh, Austin Hayes. Yeah, you guys are you guys are Dodger fans. You guys know, you know, being having the best record, having a stacked team, not as important maybe as those late season surges. Uh, we just talked about Ryan, obviously, butthole surfers having a late season surge. But Eric, Eric's late season surge, I feel like, has been going on for a few weeks now. He's been, sl- you know, just slowly building that momentum. And now it's at the point where he's just like, he's that he's that rocking Indiana Jones, man. He's just rolling down that hill. So he, more so than Ryan's team, sorry, not to keep calling him Ryan's team, but uh, like <laughs> TJF scares me also because I'm in direct competition now with Eric. Um, for that last playoff spot. And he's passed me in our division rankings. I'm now at the bottom. So, uh, but I think it's well-deserved. Uh, Eric, doing great, as always. Yeah, I think Eric um, is pretty much, you mentioned last podcast how much you didn't care about Ashley's team at all um, and how Eric was the one keeping you from a playoff spot. Yeah, no, what I meant to say is hmm. that uh, teams like Ashley's, like Roberts, uh, Ryan's now, uh, these are the teams I'm worried. I, I'm not rooting for them to lose because that doesn't really help me. The teams I need to lose are the Eric's, the Lucinda's, the Martins, the Jim's, because uh, this is the kind of like middle blub that uh, is going to, you know, just got done beating each other up, and now we're going to fight for those last two playoff spots. If you guys want to know how tough it is to record a podcast with Ashley in the room, she is currently <laughs> making a Grub Grabbers. Uh, I'm assuming team logo. And was looked like she was contemplating using the Wingdings font for a moment. So, really, really struggling to keep the. This is incredible. This is why. This is why we need to maybe move from a podcast to a stream because we could. You know, she could be doing visuals right now. Uh, Maybe Justin could be making some music. Whatever, Justin. Uh, The Ashley commentary that we're missing will will come into play on this next team here with uh, Giant Octopus uh, (laughs) surging to the number three position. Nope. The number one point scorer over the last uh, three weeks, averaging, uh, I think, 193 points. And now we can give you an official round of applause because Mm, before we booed you for being the second top scorer. Some of these teams I know that Ashley hasn't really had an opinion on, but Ashley, um, you specifically had an opinion on this team last pod where you said it was tough to see me happy. I Do you want to dig into that a little bit better? <laughs> um, I did not say that. I said that... Um, that you prefer to see me miserable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I didn't mean it like that. What I meant was I preferred it when you were losing and offering me trades. Mm. There was a lot of moments in this uh, season where I thought I was going to be a seller, but um, yeah, feels good to be running hot right now. We do still have three more weeks left to go. I'm co- hoping my team can keep it going. I've made some incredibly questionable trades um, that have helped I thought uh, they were the respective good. teams. Uh, but thankfully, these I like uh, IDP players have uh, been panning out, yeah. um, as well as some um, waiver wire pickups, uh, Joshua Palmer. 
Jamal Williams, Jamal Williams. who I think is the uh, MVP of, of waiver wire pickups for the season, has been uh, dominating for me. So hoping to keep that up. Uh, can we can we talk, do the vulture part? Like uh, in chat, there, yeah. uh, there was some discussion about maybe the definition of a vulture. Yeah, I think classically we think of a guy who really gets no play at all except for coming in at the one yard line and scoring a touchdown. Uh, Mike Tolbert, I think, is the one that we think Classic of the most. Classic vulture. Um, I think Jamal Williams, I I understand he gets a lot of play, a lot of snaps and everything, but to me, he is still the textbook definition of a vulture uh, because it, almost every single game, Amon Ross St. Brown or DeAndre Swift will get a, a long catch or a long run uh, down to the one-yard line, and that's as far as they get. And who who else to bring in but Jamal Williams to score a touchdown? Um, and he's been converting on all those. Um, Austin, you yeah, have yeah, the stat line stat for us. Well, not the. Oh, well, oh, I mean, uh, yeah, I think it's Ian Hartens on uh, Twitter. If you if you follow him, he does a weekly uh, tweet. Uh, uh, players that got the ball down to the one yard line but did not score on that drive. So basically, everyone in that scenario. And Amon Ra is always on that. The stat line uh, I, w- I was thinking of is when we were watching that game. It was after Jamal Williams uh, scored his third touchdown. Uh, I point out to Justin that he had only 21 points total. If you do the math in your head, that's 18 points from touchdowns and three from everything else. And so uh, if that's not a vulture, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I mean, he, honestly, he wasn't getting a lot of carries before that. It's kind of like he he came in and vultured and got those touchdowns. Oh, then he salted away the rest of the game. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I love it. I mentioned to Austin that every year there's some guy that only scores touchdowns and they're never on my team. Cause I'm like, Oh, well scoring touchdowns, you know, you can't rely on that. Um, but it feels good to finally have that guy that literally does nothing but score touchdowns. Yeah. All right. Coming in at number two, we have the Bakers yeah. who, you know, took the L, but very, very impressive score. Um, they are number two in points over the last three weeks. I think they're number two or number one over the last uh, month in scoring. Doing pretty well, despite, um, you know, taking the loss. Not going to sink them because of the commanding division that they have, or the commanding lead that they have in the division. Um, the only thing that I wanted to point out is uh, a big, big part of um, their score. The mailbag mentioned, you know, being buoyed by IDP, but man, Tony Pollard has just been like launched this team to, to new heights. Robert's team wasn't bad. Uh, they have the highest floor of any team that we've looked at, but uh, I was very relieved when I saw that he was starting Zeke and uh, Tony Pollard, and I never in a million years imagined that they'd combine for four touchdowns and, and uh, 50 points. Well, I mean, uh, to go with the Vulture conversation, if Tony Pollard hadn't caught, you know, this, had those two big plays to score touchdowns, uh, we'd probably be talking about Zeke because, again, they would get the ball down into the one and, you know, he scored two. And that's exactly uh, what Zeke did to me when I played Robert a couple of weeks ago is uh, two very short touchdowns. Um, but yeah, no, Ryan was calling out, you know, uh, talking to me about the, the do, uh, two running back situation. I thought this year was going to be, uh, the Packers running backs, uh, Dylan and Aaron Jones, uh, being that scenario, but Hey, maybe it's Dallas and you know, I would, you start them together if you don't have better choices? I think so. Yeah. Zeke is, uh, I think it's hard to bench him when he's playing just because he can't, you know, he has the capacity to score so many touchdowns. Literally yeah, like, playing because Jerry Jones cannot admit failure but man tony pollard you know a- analytics favorite dude but he really was i think he had back to back like almost 30 yard runs in that game um just i don't know he's he's the dude but to talk about my favorite running back that i traded away this season we'll move over to the number one team 
um, who took the highest scoring loss of the season so far with 192 <laughs> points. Um, we have her here, the Shelby Bullshitty's horses. Um, with Isaiah Pacheco, who my favorite comment that I read last night was that he runs like he has the star power up in Mario. <laughs> and I just absolutely love it. I made a comment like five minutes before that, like it looks like he's winding up to run. Like his his legs are moving in like, like a little Sonic. Yeah, that seems more of like oh, a Sonic. Yeah, Sonic is, is, is a good representation. Uh, you know, he's not moving as fast as his legs are. Someone else said he doesn't run, he stomps. Um, I don't know, just really fun to watch. But um, actually, number one team, uh, despite losing some pretty key players, uh, Javante early on in the season, Jamar Chase almost a month ago, but also making some pretty great pickups. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones gets his first touchdown. Oh, um, God, I know. Christian Watson uh, looks like he may be one of the uh, the star rookies after having a pretty slow start to the season. Great keeper. Uh, making a pretty savvy move to get T. Higgins to fill in in the meantime. I know you were pretty upset about A.J. Brown, who may or may not have scored 6.5 points this week. Or um, 2.7. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm seeing a floor game from some of your players and some ceiling from some guys. I, I don't even know if I can call 32 points a ceiling from Kelsey. That kind of feels like just what he's Norm. expected to, to turn out <laughs> each week. So, um, you know, going into the final stretch right here and maybe playoffs, how are you feeling? I just need it to... I guess I scored well, but it doesn't feel good losing again and again and again when I was undefeated. Would you rather, you know, get blown out and have a, a low score and no chance? Or I mean, yeah, tell me how you feel about getting blown out. <laughs> Not blown out. No, this is like the tight race. It should have been a matchup of the week. We'd have been geniuses. This is offensive. <laughs> so is there anyone specifically who you would like to blow you out? That Miles Garrett picture. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we, the nude Miles Garrett picture is <laughs> not actually Miles Garrett. The, the just, nude just picture. the picture. The thing that we failed to mention earlier when <laughs> Ashley was googling, like, this is, you ever see those people like, look what I look what I found on my son's phone, and they're like eight, and it's like girl boobies. Like, that was <laughs> Ashley when she was looking at like nude NFL. What we failed to mention is that in the other podcast, she didn't have to Google. It was just up on her computer already. <laughs> she had nude Miles. Well, I guess he wasn't nude. He had a cowboy hat. So, yeah, he was uh, Miles Garrett. So, just trying to capture some of that energy. But, uh, yeah, yeah, walk, walk us through how you're feeling going into the, the, the playoffs. Um, I don't want to get too excited. So, I'm just going to leave it at I think I'll do okay. Um, and everyone should want an Ashley winner because we're all happier when Ashley wins. I mm. don't know if that's true. Mm. Don't know if that's true. A lot of friends subscribe to the happy wife, happy life, but uh, not here in the Phillips household. <laughs> um, well, that is our power rankings. But speaking of the shitty sources here, we have a pretty exciting, hopefully more exciting than last week's matchup, um, match of the week and TGIF versus shitty sources. Um, it obviously is a much, uh, man, I'm really, I'm, I'm going to get through this, everybody. Don't worry. In a must-win matchup for TGIF, who is still, you know, despite all everything they've been doing over the last month or so, is still kind of, you know, toiling away in the, in the bottom part of the division, um, is trying to beat, beat shitty sources here. But um, you yourself are now tied for the division lead um, with Giant Octopus and also need this uh, big win here. So, yeah, looking up and down Eric's team. ESPN um, has him favored, but since we're recording on Monday, this is going against the you know the earlier week's lineup, so not taking into account that stuff. 
Um, but yeah, how are you afraid of this matchup with Eric here? Um, Eric's been doing just really well lately and trending up, like we talked about in the other podcast. And in this one. And in this one right now. I know. The current podcast. Um, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Is He's got some people back. He had some buys this week. I can't tell, though. His lineup's like, holy shit. Um, <laughs> Ashley's looking at uh, highlights now. No, this bro like, has Devonte Adams. <laughs> this bitch has the uh, only the, the, like that's like the only <laughs> knock I can give to Eric's team is like there is a ceiling on Devonte yes, Adams and, and Josh Jacobs. They yeah. can score fifty together, but they can't score sixty. 60. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, um. I I guess we'll see. He has like a smorgasbord, right? But he seems to make the right decisions every week lately. What so. if I could make you a monkey's paw agreement where you could win a championship, but it had to have Tyler Higby on your team? Ew. Eric's right. Uh, you know, willing to make that. Better. Eric, yeah, Eric's willing to do it. But yeah. look how ugly he is. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, talking about Eric's team, I mean, Ash, you're you know. Your team has been uh, not struggling the last few weeks, but you know you, you've you've had a couple couple losses recently. Uh, Eric seems surging, like we talked about. So, talking about the momentum, talking about your Doyers. I mean, that's it's not it's not it's a good true. spot. It's not a good yeah. spot. Is Jamar Chase going to come back? Oh, and win you the championship? He's off crutches. That's all I can hope. Yeah, it's the time to get healthy, and uh, it's the time to make things happen. You know, we're back in divisional play. If you're still in the running, uh, you got a lot of winning to do. I need to uh, to run the gamut to beat you, bozos, and uh, nudge Eric out of there. But uh, yeah, it's going to get exciting. I'm excited. I'm just as excited as I was at the end of the first podcast when our hubris allowed us to start eating these macaroons again. <laughs> and now we're back at that same point. We're eating. We're going to finish. I at least that I was watching this whole box during the first recording. Thinking, wow, these uh, these remaining seven macaroons are just gonna sit here for. They're just gonna sit here, but nope. <laughs> no, we we're almost through. Even the they're runners. great. I'm gonna live update. We're just demolishing these macaroons. Macaroons. All right. Well, that does it for the podcast. Already. Uh, yeah, exciting stuff. It's a big favor to the league because now you only have to sit through like 45 minutes of this. Is it really that tight? Are we only going to fighting for 45 minutes? 53 minutes. 53 right minutes wow. tight. We're um, dominating. We're wasted. Um, I'm sure it was at least a little bit funny. And yeah. Ashley will have this Grub Grabbers logo done by the time I Yeah, what's the update? <laughs> oh my goodness. It's so fantastic. It looks grubby. Yeah, <laughs> grub grabbers. Hey, at least we have our next franchise team name. You know, I'm naming. I'm renaming my team. Shitty sources being renamed to the grub grabbers. You heard it here. All right. Well, for the commission, for Ashley. Thanks everyone. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Thanks for putting up with our drunk, Is there tired else shenanigans. Funny that we were supposed to say. Uh, you know, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna get done with this. Uh, we're gonna go watch the rest of the rock, mm-hmm. and yes. then we'll be prepared for a full proper rock discussion. Um, Cause the first one we had was more about how Ashley loves and hates Nicholas Cage apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But thanks for, um, oh, that looks like ass. thanks for being here. Thanks everyone. Justin was talking to people about their fantasy football leagues and all the good things 
and trying to, you know, you know, the good thing is, is right here. It's us, you know. If I'm going to get nudged out of the playoffs by people and other teams that are performing better than mine, I want it to be you guys. And, yes, I'm talking to you. Me. He's looking at me. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, I feel like he's talking to the listeners, but he's looking at me. I forgot about the no eye contact rule. Yeah. (laughs) It's not really better recording in person because you're not allowed to look at each other. (laughs) Almost makes it harder. Well, for your sake, for our sake, we're going to go ahead and end it, but we will see you next week on the Bonus Fantasy Football Podcast. No more trade, but you can still talk some chalk. Chat, chat, chat. You can talk anything. You can talk whatever you want. You can leave any kind of songs and stuff on the thing, too. If you have any songs. Any songs. But go back into your divisions. Beat the crap out of each other. Uh, And if you're competing with me for that last spot, please, please, please start losing. We'll see you next week on the Bonus Fancy Football Podcast. He just want to eat me out. VVS Dimes, but I broke my mouth. Talk that shit, better come with it Whenever I talk my shit, they gon' fight with it Every time I drop my shit, they in love with it